Hey, yo, the Deej. Yeah? Did you finish your homework? Yes. Did you do your chores? Yes. Even the dog poo? Yes. Do you want to watch a movie? Sure. What are we watching? That's right. Episode four. <laughs> long pause, long drawn out pause. That was pause. a long drawn out pause. Oh my gosh. Um, all right, guys. Welcome back. Thank you so much for your support so far as well. Um, also, happy International Women's Day. That's right, DJ. Good job. It is International Women's Today uh, Day today. Uh, as a matter of fact, the day that it releases. Uh, we want to give a huge shout out to the mom. And, and sissy that's right the ray ray we want to send them lots of love and of course all the women that have been influential in our lives as well but in particular the mom and the sis for sure <laughs> the sis in there uh mom helps us out a lot with uh keeping sissy distracted while we do this and also she helps us out on uh, the social media side of things as well because uh dj and i are not, Noobs. Yeah, we're not completely savvy on it as well. So a um, uh, huge shout out to the mom. We love you very much. And uh, to the Ray Ray, uh, you know, we can't wait to see what you become <laughs> because right now you're already a boss lady. So uh, it's only going to get better, I think. But um, huge shout out to the ladies in our lives. And now on to the movie. <laughs> we should have that opening part where like, let's all go to the movies, you know, oh, with yeah. the dancing popcorn and such. That'd be really cool. I digress. Anyway, episode four is about Captain America, the Winter Soldier. It was released in 2014. Matter of fact, it was the first Marvel movie that I took the Deej to the, the movie theater to go see. Mm -hmm. You got all dressed up in your little Captain America outfit. You had your shield the whole bit, dude. It was such a cool, cool day. Oh, yeah. That, we had a blast. Yeah, it was really, really fun. And I think DJ was four years old when we took him. Uh, almost five. No, no, no. I think you were five. No, I think. Yes, oh, no, 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 yeah, you know, yeah, it's four. Yeah, anyway, so four, and just was one of the best kids. We would take him to the movies all the time. Like, for a four-year-old, he could literally sit there, sit still, watch a movie, and it was just awesome to to do that. So uh, it's one of our best things to do continuing now. I mean, it's the main reason why we started this podcast, <laughs> isn't it? Because we watch movies all the time. Oh, I love movies. Uh, so this is the second movie in the Captain America storyline. It is the ninth film in the MCU as well. It was directed by Joe and Anthony Russo. The movie starred Chris Evans, who played both Cap and Steve Rogers, the same person, obviously. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow. Uh, Sebastian Stan, who played Bucky. Anthony Mackie, uh, who was introduced in this film as Falcon. Mm -hmm. uh, Robert Redford, uh, who's this huge stud movie star guy's been around for forever so it was awesome to see him in this movie he played secretary pierce 
And Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury, baby. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson is probably going to be a running actor in a lot of the movies <laughs> that I show the Deej. Well, maybe not so much now, but definitely in the future. Uh, we're huge fans of Samuel L. Jackson, so it's nice to see him back. <laughs> The return. Um, yeah, the return, right. Um, this movie was part of phase two of the MCU movies. Yeah. It came after uh, the Avengers, the attack on New York. Uh, I think it was after... No, I think this might have been the first one, phase two. Oh, is that right? I think so. Okay, Don't quote cool. me on that. <laughs> right. um, uh, the box office total for this film, Deej. Oh, no. $714.4 million Ooh. over the course of... Of its run. Ooh, that's good money. It was made for between 170 and 177 million. So I think they got the return. Yeah, on that yeah, one. they got some money back. <laughs> they got some money back for sure. And then um, opening weekend, it made 19, or excuse me, 95 million dollars. Uh, just on opening weekend, yeah, fabulous, Ooh. fabulous total. Uh, it won an Academy Award for Best Visual Effects as well. Yeah, yeah. Small golf clap for the Academy <laughs> Award. Uh, Captain America um, was and is, I believe, still the DJ's favorite of the Avengers, right? Or have we have we moved on? Um, he's my favorite Avenger, but he's not my favorite superhero. Right, 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 right. Oh, who is your favorite superhero? Let's let's tell the fans that are listening. Uh, Ghost Rider. Really? Yeah, he looks awesome. I agree. Ghost Rider is cool. Don't... We'll never watch the movie. Is it garbage? It's, it's not great. And I love Nick Cage. I love Nick Cage, but it's it's not great. Anyhow, I think uh, we should... um Move on to the movie. <laughs> yes. I think we should move on to the movie. Indeed. Okay. So we start off with a really cool shot shot of uh, DC. Yeah, we do. And then uh, Anthony Mackie comes mm-hmm. in, and Captain America says, "On your left." And he goes through <laughs> us like several times. And it's like Anthony Mackie is like totally going at like a you know just a, just a, a nice jog, just you know like a leisurely kind of jog about um, you know the the DC area. And then <laughs> Captain America's disturbing him. He's ruining his day. <laughs> On your left. On your left. <laughs> On your left. <laughs> um, and then, after the walk's done, they do a little talking. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Anthony Mackie's dying on the bottom of the tree. <laughs> salty. He does, yeah, salty. Super salty, especially when he sees Cap come back around, doesn't he? <laughs> He's like, you should go do another lap. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then he... He t- tells him about, like, Trouble Man, something you should put on his list. Yeah, the Trouble Man soundtrack, uh, which was a movie that came out in the 70s, I believe, um, that the uh, soundtrack was composed by a uh, amazing artist by the name of Marvin Gaye, who we lost way, way too early. So he says that, yeah, 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 single tear action for sure. So he says to make sure he puts the Trouble Man uh, soundtrack on his list. And uh, that list is actually... Pretty neat. There's some cool stuff on there. Okay. Um, I love Lucy, and then it said something. We can't really see it. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Like, maybe, like, remastered or something like that. Yeah. Um, the moon landing. Right. Which they talk about. Um, Berlin Wall, Steve Jobs, Apple, Disco, 
I don't miss, know why. Why is disco on the list? You, you missed disco. That's like the 70s. Let's hope hey, that never hey, comes back. Do what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It's a good thing. I mean, it, you know, in our humble opinion here hmm. at the podcast, uh, not huge fans of the disco. Um, It says Typhoon, Tyf- mm-hmm. Star Wars slash Star Trek. That's right. Exactly. Both of them. Rocky, Rocky 2, and then it says Nirvana. Nirvana. Which I'm fine with. Okay? Um, I'm completely... Oh, oh, point of... Point of order here, Deej? How is there... How has no one told Cap about The Clash? Like, shameful, man. Shameful. This is what I'm talking about. Matter of fact, The Clash came way way before Nirvana. That was like 70s, How is no one telling the Cap about The Clash? As a matter of fact, I think we need to bring back the category that we forgot to do (laughs) in the last two episodes. Well, Well, we're thinking about trying to put a place... No, no, no. We're not. This is the best category that I came up with, if I do say so myself. All right? Okay. And what is the name of the category, son? <laughs> Random Clash songs and movies. <laughs> no, it's, this movie be better if there's a Clash song in it. And yes, of course the answer is always yes. And boom, this is the place where we put it, dude. What song? What song... Would we use to introduce the clash to Cap without like kind of like throwing them right into the fire, right? Do we go something from the self titled debut album? Do we go from Give Them Enough Rope? Maybe a little bit later on, we go Combat Rock. I don't know. What do you think? London Calling. I like London Calling because it kind of gets them right in the middle Mm -hmm. of, you know, that era there. So I'm good with that. I think we should show the clash or we should tell Cap about the clash London calling. Um Captain America once again try keeps on clowning on Fal- Falcon. He does. He does. Absolutely. Black Widow rolls up in in, in the stingray and says get in the car. Dude, I love that car. That's a super nice car. Snoo. <laughs> um they go onto the plane for the first mission. And then um, he's and then uh, they, he ends up saying something really funny about um his barbershop quartet. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> uh, Black Widow asked him something I don't remember. Yeah. But um, he said, "Oh, all of the members of my barbershop quartet are dead." So that's no, exactly I'm not doing right. anything. <laughs> that's a good line. And then Captain America jumps right out without a parachute. Oh my gosh. Not safe. No, not safe at all. Matter of fact, I put that on our Instagram in our stories. (laughs) I put that scene on there and he said, uh, does he have a parachute? He's like, no. (laughs) No, he does not. (laughs) Because he's too cool for a parachute. That's exactly right. And then he lands on the boat. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the shield come in a little bit later. And he starts, like, Captain starts taking out people, like, left and right. Yeah, like, uh, he jumps on the boat that's full of pirates. And uh, he, as soon as he gets on there, he starts using his shield and starts, like, ricocheting it off the walls and stuff, dude. Like, I don't think we'd ever seen Cap use his shield like that before. No, and he's, like, being, like, kind of like a like a savage dude. He, he like, really boom, is. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, man, it's so cool. Fatality. <laughs> <laughs> Tons. Um... And then we find out that this guy, I believe his name in real life is George St. Pierce. Yeah, uh, George St. Pierre. He Pierre? was a former uh, MMA fighter. Yeah. And um, he plays George's 
Batroc. I can't remember how they pronounce it in French, but uh, he's a uh, Marvel supervillain um, that uh, George St. Pierre or GSP, Mm -hmm. uh, which we'll kind of name him after that, uh, GSP plays. Um, he plays that bad guy. Nice. I guess like he's like this kind of like a uh, French martial artist type dude. Like he's like super proficient in like uh, kickboxing and like hand to hand combat and stuff. <laughs> he's actually kind of a cool super villain. Questionable outfit, but you know what are you <laughs> gonna do? <laughs> um, Black Widow comes in and just starts annihilating everyone. Yeah, I really like Scarlett Johansson in this movie. She gets a very prominent role, I think. Uh, or oh yeah, she, yeah, they show her a lot in this movie. And then um. She takes down a couple of guys while it's going down a rope. Oh, yeah. Dude, I love this scene so much. It's when she wraps that kind of wire around that dude. Mm-hmm. And then she falls down the middle uh, uh, in between the stairs and just starts uh, just dotting up people, man. Oh, my gosh. And then um, the, the body of this bit is so rad. Like, the body of the guy is laying down, right? And she pulls out her weapons and then there's two guns underneath them takes them both oh out, I thought that's right and when she landed she just put them on the on the side of the <laughs> dead body dude that's so cool it's like so savage what are the assassins uh well I mean obviously Black Widow's an assassin I mean, well you know the story backstory <laughs> <laughs> hey she's got a movie coming out this year or is it next year why do they keep doing it I don't know I, I, I really don't I'm sure COVID had to, something to do with it um Cap comes into a dope fighting scene with G- GSP? Yeah. Yeah, this is where the uh the big fighting scene where it happens where um he's using a shield and then GSP calls him out for like having uh, his shield and mm-hmm. so he was like, "All right, we're going to go at it." He drops his shield, he takes off his helmet. And I think I think it's a good fight. Well, in real life, we all know who would kick his butt. Oh, I think GSP's taking him in real life. For oh sure. yeah. He, for he'd sure. Give him a I don't run think Chris Evans money. can hold a candle to GSP. Um Black Widow, quote-unquote, in Captain America's words, jeopardizes the mission. That scene, I think I put that on our, our Instagram story as well, is is such a fantastic action scene, though. Because Cap is on top of GSP after he punches him through the wall, kicks him through the wall, something like that, right? And then he goes over and he sees Black Widow and she's downloading um, some... Stuff. I was like, I think it's some secrets that yeah, we shield. find out that yeah. Fury wants later, right? Um, so anyway, uh, so they have that action sequence where GSP gets up and he throws her grenade at Cap mm-hmm. or and Black Widow, right? Cap uses his uh, shield to bat it away, mm-hmm. which is d- dope in itself. Picks up Black Widow, starts jumping up onto like the computer systems and such, and then in that same breath. Uh, Black Widow shoots the window to, like, break the integrity of it, right? Like, break the glass. Yeah, like, to break the glass, and then it just jumps right through it. Like, that whole, like, what, 30 seconds of just awesomeness right there? (laughs) Oh, dude, it's so cool! I mean, I would just watch that for 2 hours and 17 minutes. (laughs) Because it's so so flipping awesome. Uh, It's just so, like, that whole entire sequence of the grenade coming over, him batting it away, she shoots the window, they jump into the room. Like, dude, it's, that is a freaking choice scene, man. Um... After a little bit of in- stuff going on, nothing really too important, mm-hmm. they finally, I guess, they get all the people off the boat that were in danger. Right. And then we go right back into Washington. We do go right back into Washington. I think uh, this is the shot of headquarters, yeah, right? Yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. Right. Which, sick building. That is a really nice, but like the architecture is really cool. Yeah, and then um, we see Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, put some stank on that name. Respect and stank on that name, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> and um, he starts telling Cap about um, this story about his grandfather and how he used to run an elevator. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I was uh, I watched something on the Internet the other day. I want to say it was from a program called the new heroes or the new something. I can't remember what it is, but um, Uncle Dan told me about this, uh, this YouTube site where this dude was talking about that story that Sam, that's actually kind of loosely based on Samuel L. Jackson's actual grandfather that worked as a, um, as an elevator operator in, in New York, if I'm not mistaken, or, or wherever he grew up at. But yeah, like that whole kind of scene. And I don't know if you caught it though. There was a part where, um, as they're going lower and Samuel L. Jackson is talking about his grandfather and he has the bit, he's like, you know, um, did anyone kind of mess with him later on? And he was like, yeah, every now and again, somebody would come and, you know, they'd say what's in the bag and he'd open up the bag. And he's like, you know, there's a couple of crumpled up ones <laughs> and a loaded 22 and usually nobody messed with him. But in that movie, as he's going a little bit lower and he reveals that there is a gun in his grandfather's bag, right? Mm-hmm. They all of a sudden go down to the the bottom of the headquarters, and mm-hmm. what do they see? And then they see um, well, it's called Project Insight, right? Project Insight, which is basically even bigger boy Hello Carriers. Yeah, so Project Insight, as we know of it right now, is basically Hello Carriers, uh, staying up above several portions of America, uh, not America, but I think the Earth in general, mm-hmm. to identify potential threats and that they can eliminate them immediately based off of somebody's programming that we find out a little bit later on Mm -hmm. in the movie too. I will say this. No one's going to go there if they know there's giant ships in the sky. I don't, that's the thing. Ain't no one going to know that those giant ships are in the sky. Well, here's my thing. If they shoot off one of those things, they have no, they don't have a lot of control of what's ha- going to happen after that bullet hits the ground. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I I can't remember what exactly it was, but I think you're right. I, it, they're definitely going to have some kind of control over it, um, where they can pick they can uh, pick out particular people mm-hmm. and then do it that way. But to go back to my point, I'm sorry, really quickly about the the grandfather thing mm-hmm. is that when he was revealing the fact that his grandfather had a weapon in mm-hmm. his bag. We were also seeing that no shield yeah. has the massive amount of weapons in there, too. I just wanted to go back to it. I just okay. thought that was really, really neat. Um, we flash into the Captain America exhibit. Oh, at the Smithsonian. Right. Uh, and I believe it's narrated by Gary... Uh, uh, Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise is a is an actor who actually played a a veteran in a movie that I'll show you uh, sometime later on called Forrest Gump. And I just thought it was really funny that that was his voice narrating the uh, Smithsonian exhibit. And then um, their Cap is walking through his own exhibit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I was a little a little vain, don't you think? <laughs> and then a kid recognizes him. And yeah. That's right. That's exactly right. I found out also that the reason why the kid recognized him, even though he was trying to be uh, incognito in that particular point in time, mm-hmm. is that uh, adults couldn't really see him under the brim of his hat. However, kids were on a different level and they could look up. And I think that's why he recognized Cap. That's really cool. I think so, too. Respect to the kids of the world, including me. <laughs> that's and right. And all my glory. And all your glory. <laughs> um... 
I believe we uh we um we see Bucky and we get the single tear action from Cap. Mm, oh, I think the, yeah. the, where they uh, do the flashback, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we go into this room and we have um, Peggy, who was Cap's GF. Uh, I. Yes, I think so. Because at the end of uh, the first Avenger, the the uh, Cap, the first movie, Captain America, I believe that they were interested. In, I I just think that when he ended up taking that mission, where he ultimately perished in it, um, she had to move on. Okay, cool, good to know. <laughs> you could care less about all that lovey dovey crap, right? <laughs> yep, absolutely. And. Um, Peggy suffers from dementia. I think she does. I think she's suffering from dementia because of that point of where she's carrying on a conversation with, um, with Cap. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden she like is shocked and, and recognized that he's there again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, 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 it's pretty hard to watch. Um, and then we flash to Rob, Robert Redford, who plays secretary Pierce. Yep. That's right. Who's, um, an interesting person. Well, We'll leave it at that for yeah, now. Yeah, for now. For now, that's where we'll be left. <laughs> um, and then Nick says something about Project Insight being delayed. I think he's asking for it to be delayed right now until they have more information. Because I, I think he's starting to see what's on that uh, that file. That thumb drive that came off of, uh, of Black Widow, which he got from the ship. And then, and then um, he says, in turn, he would like Iron Man to come over to his niece's birthday party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. What's that mean? That's right. So uh, yeah. Pierce asks uh, Samuel L. Jackson's uh, character mm-hmm. to, uh, he's like, okay, fine. I'll delay it for you. But you have to have Iron Man come over to my niece's house and he has to mingle. <laughs> he can't just take off. I thought that was really funny. Like you'd have to stay over, say hi, shake her hand, <laughs> maybe break her hand because of metal. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You probably wouldn't do that. He'll be like, Shaky, shaky. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, and we have a very interesting exchange because I believe he meets up with um Falcon again. Yeah, uh, I think he goes to the VA and Falcon is talking. Um, uh, he's conducting a um, I think a therapy session for former veterans. Yeah. God, and listening to this, it's hard. Yeah, there's there are some tough stories in there for sure. Um, and then Nick is, um, asking one of, um, one of someone, someone to commute. Oh, um, he's asking, um, Hill. Hill. Yeah, to come back. And that he, he said that he needs to be in deep shadow conditions. So basically like under, under undercover like deep deep undercover and then um she asked for four he says three (laughs) yeah she's like i'll be there in four hours he says uh three and then just hangs up the phone which is such a baller move by the way that vehicle is so cool like how he can just talk to it let it go autopilot other things yeah i really love that vehicle um as a matter of fact i think that vehicle is supposed to fly because nick fury's um Nick Fury's vehicle in the comics does fly, just like uh, Coulson's does. That's sick. Yeah, indeed. That's sick. We we are gonna give the sick stamp. <laughs> right. And then all the cops start shooting at him, and then he he asks for this weapon and just starts buying them. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because the Gatling gun comes out of the um the little center console. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. It's going. 
Richard. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, the the car just starts self-driving, and he's just dumping on those cops, man. That's such a cool and scene. Winter Soldier comes in, takes out the car. He oh, has been man. obliterated. That whole when Sebastian Stan comes in, and it's that whole look of his, you know, his face covered from basically the bottom of his hairline down, and he has that sick, like, silver arm with the red star mm-hmm. on it, dude, and just that whole kind of look, and he's just slow walking up to the vehicle, because I think this was the part where he puts the disc under mm-hmm. the vehicle, right, and it flips over, mm-hmm. and then he just starts slow walking over to the vehicle, that's a tough tough scene dude um nick escapes he does he has that um what that torch right that just burns through the ground can we get some of that action but my thing is well yeah we're going on to the next scene so i can talk about it right so um cap comes into his apartment and he hears music playing yeah and he's confused and nick's in there and i'm like how did he get into that, I'm calling. I'm calling cheese and convenience. Okay, you're calling cheese and convenience. This man just used a torch to cut into the daggone ground. Do you think a simple door lock is going to confuse him in how to get into Captain America's? Now, man, this is Nick Fury. No, my question is, how does he get out of the ground? Yeah, I, well, that's gravity. Tr- this is what I want to know. Like, does he know that was there like a sub or not a uh, like a sewer system or something underneath there Did to he get go away? Into the ocean and swim out. And why is Winter Soldier not tracking him down there too? Like, did he even look? Actually, you know what happens. Ah. Nick just gets straight up. He got sniped by him, so he did go down that hole, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah. And yeah. I guess Bucky was like, well, I'm sorry. Winter Soldier was like, oh, no, 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 no. Ooh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, I think I gave it away in the beginning anyway, right? <laughs> and I said Sebastian Stan played. Um, but yeah, he got really, really sniped. Real quick thought on the music real quick that's playing in the background. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that music that Samuel L. Jackson was playing in the room when Cap first came in is the same music that uh, Cap and Peggy had their final dance to at uh, in, in, in Endgame. Oh. Yeah, that was a that was a oh, little. I think that's that was a like, good reference. Yeah, 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 definitely. Well, that's later on in the in there though. Um, Cap goes after him, and then he grabs his shield. He does. And like Winter Soldier just grabs it, and then is like, "I like the shield. I'm gonna take it." Well, no, he doesn't take it. He ends up tossing it back at uh, Captain America. But like the force that he throws it back at Captain America like actually like, pushes him back. Yeah, and he's just like. Oh, oh. <laughs> and then Nick is taken to the hospital mm-hmm. and they do open heart surgery? Uh, well, I, no, 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 no. Um, I, I think they do it. Uh, they try to get the bullets out of him. Um, and then he ends up, uh, as we know right now, he ends up dying. K-O! Yeah, yeah, he ends up dying right there. We'll miss you. We'll miss you, Samuel Jackson. We'll miss you, Samuel Jackson slash Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> um... Captain Black Widow are like both upset. Like yeah. they're they are in tears. I, yeah, like I, I I don't know about Cap, but Black Widow is actually crying, which is a trip. And then um we get out of there and then we get our first cheese. Oh yes, we do. We do got our first cheese, although we try to call cheese in the last one, but I stopped you on that one. But we, this is official cheese right here, dude. Okay, so everyone likes him. A lot of people like gum. He puts it behind gum. Hubba Bubba gum. Right, Hubba Bubba. There's only three, by the way. There's only three 
things of Hubble Bubble Left that he sticks it behind. Uh, the thumb, the thumb drive we're, we're referencing to here. Process of elimination. Someone is going to find it. Someone's going to find it because I'm telling you right now, I like Hubba Bubba. <laughs> Hubba Bubba makes good bubbles. Okay? So I, and I like blowing bubbles. Right? So I'm going to get me the stick or the pack of Hubba Bubba. And then apparently Cap's getting better at lying because... Oh, well... Uh, uh, Pierce. Yeah, that's right. Because he lied originally to Black Widow and she's like, you're a terrible liar. But then Pierce asks him the same question Black Widow does, but he does a better job of lying. Nick... Gorgonzola on that cheese, by the way, because it's bad. Nick bugged Cap about... Or bugged Cap's apartment. Mm-hmm. Which basically, I guess, means he knew where it was. And... Yeah, and I think Pierce was me- trying to manipulate Cap here at this moment as well. Or at least trying to confuse him as to why uh, he's not giving an answer because Cap was the last person to see Nick Fury alive. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Cap is having some interesting thoughts about S.H.I.E.L.D. He is. He is right there because I think he's basically kind of questioning... Um, what's going on and then he's i think at this point is trying to um uh get the drive thing right he's trying to find out what's on that drive because there's a lot of things on that drive that mm-hmm. he doesn't want to get out Thank and then you. i think he tries to access um nick fury's i guess like card thing to or like um profile right i guess to get um to like delete some stuff and find some classified information. I think that's right. Yeah, um, I think it's it all goes back to that thumb drive that cat put behind the freaking hubba bubba. Mm-hmm. The elevator scene, um, when like all the guys start walking in, and it's just like sus. Yeah. Oh, bwah, right. Bwah, bwah, bwah. All those guys are super sus. As in, and cap and cap clocks it. As soon as some of those cats are starting to come in, you can see him, especially the dude that has his hand on the baton already. And then, of course, you got the cats that are coming in with the briefcases that uh, have the uh, electric, uh, like electrical handcuffs, I mm-hmm. think, on there. And, of course, the dude was sweating. Cap clocks all of this. And then Captain America just throws a shield. And then I guess the rebound just starts taking out everyone. But doesn't he say a line in there before we start that fight? Does anyone want to get out? <laughs> I love that line so much, dude. He's like, because it's about to go down. So, yeah. yeah. Does anyone want to get out? And then um, people start rushing up to the door after he's taken out. He grabs his shield, bursts through the glass, and slams straight through the shield everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he does that little, like, kind of heel kick mm-hmm. onto the shield and... Puts it up on his arm, which is a dope move. And then I think he tries to open up the door. He sees all those guys starting to come through. Realizes that he's trapped. He breaks through the window. And you're right, Deej. He just jumps out the window. Kind of hunched. Kind of crouched down in the fetal position behind his shield. And lands all the way down to the lobby. That's crazy. Hey, uh, do you think this is a good time for a break? Yeah, I think this is a great time to take a break. Uh, we will be right back after these messages. do 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 Back. With Puff the Magic Dragon lives by Dad, the sea. Wrong episode. Oh. <laughs> uh. I thought I thought we were gonna talk about Captain America taking out Jets, not Puff the Magic Dragon. Fine. <laughs> when am I gonna get some love for Puff the Magic Dragon, guys? Okay. Thank you so much, Peter, Paul, and Mary. I love it. What What did they say? That's the guys who wrote the song. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Captain America, as you heard, takes down the jet with the shield alone. Just what? And that's such a it's such a really cool scene too. Like, how much running is in this movie? By the way, um, <laughs> there's so much cardio in this film. I mean, I think we know how. Uh, Chris Evans got fit. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. There's a lot of cardio a for sure. But yeah, I love that whole running. kind of sequence that he uses his shield to disable the Quinjet. It's really, really neat how it's done. And then on base, they find someone who, or some people start talking about the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Apparently in the past 50 years, he has taken down 2,000 yeah, people. Yeah, I understand that, right? Yeah, I think it's a 2,000. Uh, he's responsible for 2,000 assassinations in the last 50 years. That's... That's some cold-blooded stuff right there, Bubba. And then um, B.W. and Cap meet up again. Mm-hmm. Black Widow and Cap, yep, they meet up again. Dad calls cheese on a <laughs> Black Widow and Cap using the drive in an Apple store. How is no one noticing this? Okay, this is some stinky Gorgonzola, okay? The, the stinkiest of all time. It smells like butt. Well, first of all, Cap goes back to the vending machine and notices, right, that it's gone. As we predicted, Black obviously. Widow took it, well, Black Widow took it. And then, but then they go to the local mall, Dylan. Okay? <laughs> Not only do they go to the local mall, right? They go to the frigging Apple store, okay? And stick it into a Mac like that's the thing to do. Top secret stuff, like world ending information. And we're at the Dagon Genius Bar. At freaking Apple Store on a daggone Mac because that's the thing to do. That is insane, stinky gorgonzola, terrible cheesy moment. <laughs> it smells like pure buttocks. It's, it's just not good. Not good. Um, the bad guy squad comes in. Like, hey, the goon guys. squad. Yeah, the goon squad. Hey, yo, guys, some people up in here. We need to go get them. <laughs> and, every, and everyone just has, like, bread faces, bruises. One of them looks like a... It has a giant puff. Oh, yeah, no. There were some eyes that were dotted up over there because, yeah. I was like, man, first of all, how are you going to chase Cap down? He just whooped y'all up in the elevator, okay? This is not a good luck, guys. <laughs> um, They are going to New Jersey. Uh, then, uh, right. They find out they have to go to the um, uh, the, the old training yeah. grounds. <laughs> you remember the bit um where um they do the little kissing thing to disguise oh. <laughs> And, well, Black Willow starts... Cloning it says, How long has it been? <laughs> Since you kissed someone, yeah. It's like he's like, I'm 90, but I'm not dead. <laughs> um, could do a little less of this stuff, uh, the mushy stuff. Cause... Uh, yeah, that's what you were saying yesterday. Like, you're like, Man, the, the mushy stuff is uh, we could be done with that. We'd probably lose a couple of minutes on the film, too. Wait, to we could just we could just drop those, um, those five minutes of mushy talk, yeah, and just straight up. Action and butt kicking will keep. Yeah, that's exactly right. The the Deej is not a fan of the mushy mush. No, I don't like mushiness. <laughs> um, they find the uh the um old training grounds that Cap starts having visual memories. Like you know when you go to a place and you look and you can think you see everything being being done. Mm-hmm. It's basically what we he had. And then um, they go into this little computer place, and um, <laughs> Black Widow calls it ancient technology. Oh, yeah, well, it's super ancient technology. Like, all that old computer stuff in there with, like, the reel-to-reels that are going on for 
ages. You see them going back for ages, man. I mean, you're probably right. They're just as old as VHSs. <laughs> okay. You talk bad about VHS one more time, boy. All my greatest kung fu flicks are still on VHS. You know how bad I had to fight your mom to keep the VHS DVD combo Actually, thing? Actually, you didn't fight. I did. Oh. Oh, you know what? I stand corrected, but I did have your back. Give me some high five. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then they start talking about, um. well, they find uh, Dr. Zola in the computer. Yes. And then um, they start talking about this thing called Operation Paperclip. Uh, no, they they don't talk. Uh, they kind of allude to Operation yeah. Paperclip. Yeah. So Doctor Zola was placed into that computer system, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why or his they brain. had. Yeah, exactly. Um, when he died, which was interesting. His uh, his comic book character. He's actually like kind of like a walking type humanoid that has his face in a screen on like a belly, but like the top is like a robot head or something. So it's kind of like a crane from TMNT. Oh, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that. Anyway, that's how he is. Um, But what Dr. Zola was alluding to was that there was a lot of Nazi scientists that uh, were recruited by the American uh, American government. And the Russians. I think the Russians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To bring them over to work on programs to help elevate uh, what ended up being like the space program for the United States. I think in the same is the same for the, uh, the Russians and the cosmonauts and all that stuff, too. Oh, also, never trust a Nazi? Like, never. ever. Never in your life, ever, do we trust Nazis, ladies and gentlemen. A missile comes in, destroys the entire bu- bunker. The right. goon squad is back. The goon squad's back. And then, um, they they don't think, like, they look for them, but they can't find it. Yeah, they can't find them, no. Because they were down. They ended up getting out. Well, uh, Cap ended up uh, protecting both him and Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Secretary Pierce goes down to his house and he goes down to go have a good old cup of leche. No, oh, that's that's right. He does. Which I mean, don't blame him, but put get some chocolate in there or get you some know, cookies. Like a cookie or something, you know what I mean? We like just... milk in the middle of the night with nothing else. That's what I'm drinking. Yeah. And then he's not even warming up because like maybe like he likes warm milk, you know, because you know he's old and mm-hmm. he needs to take a nap. And warm milk helps that. <laughs> we don't know. We don't yeah. know anything. <laughs> also, he. His, his um, maid was being, like, super nice, like, hey, do you need me to do something? And then she walks in and sees the Winter Soldier who's mm, hanging out there. Yeah. And then he just straight up just assassinates her. I'm like, bro. Dude. Just cold-blooded, DJ. Cold-blooded. That's right. And then um, they run they run to uh, Sam Wilson, who is Falcon. Mm-hmm. And we, we should probably call him by Sam Wilson now. Well, yeah. Well, that's his name. His name in the movie is Sam Wilson. Yeah. Or Samuel Wilson. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. <laughs> um, and then they start talking about the um, the Falcon suit. Yes. Yeah. And that's what he used when he was uh, in the PJs, um, which is a pararescue for the Air Force. It's like their elite, um, like... Um, Special Forces unit. Really? They're called PJs? Boy, let me tell you about the PJs, okay? No, 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 not not here. Okay, fair enough. Not here. (laughs) Fair enough. Just know that the the pararescue team for the Air Force are fantastic. Um, we see the creepy whisper by Gary. Oh yeah, Gary Shandling, who was a famous comedian. Yeah, we lost him a few years back. Guy's absolutely hilarious, but he does that creepy like little. Hello, Adrian. 
that to you? What did that say to him? <laughs> Hydra stinks. Yes. Hydra stinks because y'all are Nazis. And you smell of booty. You smell of octopus legs. <laughs> <laughs> More dating talk. Can can we just get some action, please? (laughs) It's like Black Widow is constantly trying to set him up with somebody, man. I mean, chill out. I know, right? Um, Can can, the man breathe? The first mention of Doctor Strange. We do. We do get a mention of Doctor... Like, he he starts talking... um, Oh, I can't remember who was... About, like, people? Yeah, they would start randomly naming names, but they they mention Doctor Strange because Doctor Zola's uh, algorithm Mm -hmm. has identified him to be a potential threat. Oh, but we already know the future. He starts whooping people's Oh, dude, I love Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is... One of the best MCU movies, I think. Oh, yeah, totally. I think that was the one we were most hyped for. Uh, I think in that... Um, what was that? That's towards the end of Phase 2 or the start of Phase 3, right? For mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Strange? And then um, that, that guy, they end up taking a guy up there, throws him off a building, and the Falcon comes up and throws him right back yeah, up on the Yeah, the Falcon building, suit. Yeah, that's a which, sweet suit, man. Although, kind of wish they paid a bit more attention to the comics, because the comic suit is mad dope. I I agree. I like the comic book suit as well. But I think what they're doing now with the technology that they have these days, that's an incredible suit. It, it is dope. I mean, I can't agree with that. But the old school one, sick. Yeah, I do like his old school look. The Winter Soldier returns. Yes, and that cold look again. And then um, I believe this is the yeah, this is the second fighting scene where Sam is with them. Oh right. So. The little bit before this, a total fatality moment. The Winter Soldier grabs the dude, throws him right out of the car, and then... (laughs) That's right, dude. Like, he just grabs him and tosses him into moving traffic. Owie? That's not going to be... You're you're not coming back. No, you're not not coming back from that. Fatality. Winter Soldier wins. But that whole action scene right there, too, with Black Widow and, um, like, Black Widow coming to, like, Mm -hmm. save his life, get his way uh, out of the way of the bullet that's coming through the headrest. It's a super cool scene. Um, Gatling gun! Man, that guy was just throwing rounds downrange, dude. Holy cow! Oh, wait. I I knew... I want to do, um... I'm going to try my best to do a Shao Kahn impression. Okay. First bit, Captain America versus Winter Soldier. Fight. Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) We we might just have to play the song for that. We did a horrible job. (laughs) (laughs) Also... Cap damages the Winter Soldier by like barely. Oh well, but but he yeah. buried like his shield in his um in oh, his yeah, like his silver arm. arm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's just like, excuse me. Yeah, sir? like rips it out in a whole bit, dude. It's such a trick. <laughs> I, I mean, if I were him, I'd be like, this is my good arm. How dare you, sir? That's exactly right. Do we recognize that it's Bucky here? Oh uh, yeah, we do actually. Falcon swoops in, picks everybody up. Or Falcon swoops in to save the day. Yes. And yeah. he fails miserably. <laughs> That's cold, dude. <laughs> Hill, um, Hill shows up to, like, basically save them. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because she ends up, because they end up getting captured. And they're all in the vehicles. But Hill ends up being one of the uh, the shield operatives with the helmet in the back of the, the vehicle. Nick is alive and he says this amazing line. Yeah, Nick is alive. <laughs> we have um, to say it because it's so good. It, it, it really is good. So if we have children listening, uh, earmuffs kids, he says the line, about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> 
it like salty. <laughs> salty. Super salty. <laughs> so much shade. Um, and then they talk about this thing that kept him alive. Yeah, so... And was, uh, was developed by Bruce Banner to, I guess, like, lower stress levels, because we know Bruce Banner's the Hulk. Yes. So he was using it to... It, it, what is it called? Tetro... Tetrodotoxin B, I think is what it's called. And what it does is it lowers your heart rate rate to uh, one beat per minute. Ooh. Yeah. How so, are you still alive? I, I, dude, I don't know. Crazy but science fiction lies. I think this ends up being important uh, to Bruce Banner later on because I think he actually makes it work or a variation of, in particular in, I think, Endgame. is it Endgame? When we see a... The Smart Hulk, yeah, right? Yeah, Big Brain Hulk. Yeah, the Big Brain Hulk. I think he ends up actually making it work for him to control both sides of, of um, both Bruce Banner and the Hulk. And then we flash to something. We see Pierce slap Bucky, which is like, he has a robotic right. arm! Well... So this is interesting because they take him into that kind of uh, oper- not like an operation room or like underground room, right? Which, by the way, if you haven't noticed, Pierce is a bad guy. Oh, dude, Pierce is a total jerk. Um, so Bucky, or excuse me, the Winter Soldier is completely confused because he was recognized basically by... Someone he didn't recognize. That he didn't recognize, but it was confusing him. Like, do I need to know this person? And then, of course, Pierce slaps him. Um, and then they have that whole uh, scene that's coming up that was just, oh. Also, this bit, oh, oh, when they, like, take the brainwashing thing, oh. I, I might need so to throw painful. up. Ugh. It looks so painful, doesn't it, dude? And I think that's actually how you, like, brainwash someone. Like, you use electric waves to... It was like like a mind meld or something, dude, but it did not, it looks super painful i i wonder if his brain is like still like intact <laughs> I do, or is it just completely disintegrated oh man it's got to be just like swiss cheese in there dude just like <laughs> full of holes man although then again if he was full of holes how can he say words <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> oh then again he doesn't say much well, well this is also very true um the winter soldier once again gets his mind wiped it just looks so so brutal mm-hmm Nick Fury comes out of that little place, and he already knew, well, I think he kind of knew where someone told him that Hydra had taken over everything. Yeah, yeah, I think he found out through those files. Um, did he, did he do the right thing by making the things? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, because it's the whole thing of espionage and, like, you know, trying to protect the American people by doing all this, this, this underground kind of dirty stuff. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, man. Um, Fury tells Cap that he's, that he is going to lead pretty much. Yes, that's right. Which is pretty dope. And then Stanley. We do. We get our Stanley cameo. Golden glory. Yeah, man. He's probably going to get fired. <laughs> the Cap is going to get Stanley fired. Okay. Which... How dare you, Captain America? He's your creator. Okay. Well, actually, Stan Lee didn't create him. Uh, it was actually two other people. It was Jack Kirby. Well, obviously, and... he's, he's the artist. But, yeah. well, Stan actually is the one that brought him back for the Avengers. Oh. Um, yeah. Also, rip Stan Lee and a mm-hmm. moment of silence. R.I.P. Moment of silence. You will be missed. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Old school cap outfit looks great. I agree. 
I absolutely agree. Also, um, we don't care what Uncle David says. Yeah, we really don't. Uncle David, Captain America is dope, okay? Get over it. We're not saying that Iron Man ain't dope, but Captain America is dope too. Just give respect to both of them, and we'll be okay. (laughs) He's probably not. He's going to probably hate on them still. (laughs) I bet you he's going to give us a prologue to his book. (laughs) That's the title is Captain America Stinks, Here's Why. (laughs) Um, They talk about the the price of freedom. And yeah, yeah, that whole little I can't remember what it was, but that whole little speech where he talks about um, the, the price of freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole monologue's great. It's a super great like, monologue. This is referencing one of our old episodes, and it's about Jurassic Park. I recommend go watching it mm-hmm. or listening to it anyway. Yeah, it's called The Pilot. Yeah. And <laughs> like Jeff Goldblum would be impressed by this monologue. <laughs> it is a good monologue. <laughs> it's beautiful. Also, the calm guy or the guy at the thing. He has pretty much a gun on his head. And yeah, he's like, at the computer, the guy at the computer. And I, I feel for him, like, he's my dude. Like, the goon squad sat in there, and the guy behind the computer, he's telling him, you need to do this, you need to override, and he says no with a gun to his head. It's super clutch, dude. And then, an epic, well, kind of epic. I guess it's kind of a cool gun fight. Nothing really happens, though. Which part? The bit where, um... They, it, the, like, the, like, the trigger thing starts going Oh, on. that's right. When everyone yeah. brought out their guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. everyone starts getting really trigger happy. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that is a cool scene. That <laughs> is a really cool scene. <laughs> um, there's some good dialogue between Sam and Cap. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Uh, so there's that whole kind of cardio yeah. scene again how where they're you... running, they're running again. <laughs> um, how do you know which ones, how do you know which ones are the bad guys? The ones that try to shoot are you at back. <laughs> that's, such a, that's a really good exchange. I love that exchange so much. Um, B- BW is um is in facing uh, someone and just taking everyone down once again. Yeah, Black Widow. She goes in. She's in that room with um, uh, with Robert Redford's character, and she's in there with the board. And she has uh Oh yeah, with the mesh. The that, mesh that yeah. like kind of face mask on it. Mm-hmm. But what you know what was even cooler than that though? She had that same mesh on her hands, dude. Mm-hmm. To like make her hands look old as well. That was super cool. Also, Falcon, really good at flying. He is. He's a he's a fantastic pilot in that suit. Um, there's some really cool <laughs> there's some really cool things also. I'm sorry. Samuel Jackson is back, baby. Yep, that's right. Yeah, Nick Fury is back, baby. Um, and then there's that bit with like the little name clips that like burn into. Oh, oh yeah. Um, uh, Robert Redford's character. Uh, I'm sorry, not him. Uh, but the board members. Mm-hmm. They all have name tags on there that uh, are used as like a um, like a weapon, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then um, Captain America just rips off the wings. I'm sorry, not Captain America. Um, um, Bucky. Just, yeah, Bucky yeah. just rips him off, like, and just yeah. Well, like, well, he well, so he was flying, mm-hmm. and then uh, Buck, uh, uh, the Winter Soldier just grabs his wing and then tosses him back, like behind him, like it was just so effortless the way he did it too. Um, they got all the microchips, and Cap is about to put in the or Cap put in the last one. Yeah, so there there was those uh really cool scenes where they had I think Black Widow put it no uh Black Widow put a chip in. Um, Falcon, Falcon. or Hill, Falcon, and then Cap was supposed to put the last one in. And then he ends up doing it, but, like, Bucky is just, like... 
Oh, well, he does. So he gets up there and then there's that kind of uh, platform fight Mm -hmm. between Bucky and him, which was almost very kind of reminiscent of um, of Star Wars a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that kind of underbelly kind of scene with the lightsaber battle. Mm -hmm. Like this was very kind of reminiscent to that. And this was prior to him getting the Mm -hmm. chip. Mm-hmm. Uh, in there, mm-hmm. and that is just such a cool fight scene right there, man. Um, he gets some back shots on the way up, and then oh yeah, he gets he, shot in the butt. yeah. He <laughs> I mean, I know this is a serious bit, but he does shoot Cap right in the butt, just right in the booty, and then I think two more in the back, and that's when he struggles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he so, still struggles, and he still puts the chip in. Yeah, yeah. and um, Cap maybe sacrifices himself. Well, what well, he saves Bucky and there's this really slow motion falling scene falls right into the water. What I well, no, even before that though, I think the reason why I put that note in there was because um he told Hill to go ahead and destroy all the ships even while he was on there. And of course, you know, she does it. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I think him and Bucky are still kind of fighting or they're kind of beefing, but something falls on Bucky at that point. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the ship falls into the water. Uh, Then he ends up actually picking up that steel off of, off of Bucky. Right. And then they, and then Bucky is acting weird. Yeah, because I think he's he's confused too. Um, I, I might be missing something though. Did we miss the scene about the uh, the uh, carrier falling into the building? Have we oh. reached that scene yet? We um well we can just talk about it a little bit. Well, I I just and the only reason why I wanna I wanna bring it up is because I I, I think that scene is really cool. Oh yeah 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 we're here at it that um he's fighting what we later on find out is crossbones. crossbones. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, but I love that part where like he's sitting there once again, the cardio, unbelievable. But he runs and he's like I'm at the 41st floor. He jumps out, right? <laughs> and then the helicopter's like what, 10 floors below him? Oh my gosh, they still catch him though. And then he was like the 41st floor. And Nick says, it's kind of hard to tell on the outside of the building. Yeah, he's like he doesn't have numbers on the outside of the building. <laughs> um we get to we get back to the solo fall scene. The single piano keys. Oh right! Oh, I love that. I love that scene so much. We haven't talked much about the soundtrack. Oh no, and it's great. It's, it's really good. It really, really is a good soundtrack. Um, a hand reaches in, pulls out. Um, it pulls out the cap out of the water. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then leaves him there. Yeah, Bucky drags Bucky drags Cap to the shore, and then Bucky just bounces. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we flash into uh, the Trouble Man soundtrack. We do, because Cap is in the mm-hmm. hospital, and the Trouble Man soundtrack is playing, which, dude, I mean, you know I've played Marvin Gaye for you a lot. Mm-hmm. That soundtrack is boss, dude. It is great. Also, we um, see Crossbones, and he's a, he's a little crispy. He is. Um, Crossbones is a little like crispy. A K- KFC or someone's going to say, like, <laughs> ooh, ooh. You're crispier than that fried chicken, man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, the on your left line again. Yeah. Uh, when Cap wakes up and sees that uh, Falcon is on his right-hand side. I love that callback. It's a great callback. And then um, we see Sam, or Gangsta Sam, puts on it. Or- oh, <laughs> yeah, Sam uh, Jackson. Nick Fury. Yeah, Nick Fury. Yep, yep, yep. Or Sam Jackson. Throw, just And he puts like a whole bunch of sealed, shield stuff. Mm-hmm. And then... Puts it all into a truck and then starts burning it. Yeah, yeah, it's like in a kind of conic thing. Mm-hmm. We see him. He puts the eye patch in there and, and some other uh, uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. Puts uh, on some, the sunglasses. Uh, it puts on the sunglasses. He, he throws the hoodie up and his jacket, and he's like, "No more!" And he burns it down. 
um, the tombstone, and then Dad wrote this down. Oh, dude. Uh, there's, I don't know this movie. I've never seen it. It's called Pulp Fiction, and there's a line from it on the tombstone. <sighs> dude, Samuel L. Jackson, as I will show you later, plays a character called Jules in one of, it's my top three favorite movies of all time, in Pulp Fiction. And the line on there is from a whole bit that he does in Pulp Fiction. It's one of the greatest monologues in movie history. I don't care what anyone says. And he says it on the tombstone. When I took you there to the theater to watch it, bro, mm-hmm. I fell out, dude. And why don't you say what it said? Um, well, I, I don't want to say it too much because it's going to uh, allude to it in the movie that I want to show you later. Uh, but I just, I really love that scene. I did put that in our stories, the tombstone in there. I had to do it. I mean, I think we'd have to. Um, this file thirteen thing about Bucky and um, B- Black Widow and Cap start talking and says, mm-hmm. "Or what are you gonna go do?" And Cap says, "I'm gonna go track him down." What else do I think I should do? Exactly, exactly right. And then um, we see Loki's scepter, the twins. Oh, uh, the Easter egg. Yeah, and yeah, the Easter egg the, yeah. Is, um, so, so we're at the end of the movie. Um, first which, credit scene is over. The first credit scene is over, and then we see our Easter egg mm-hmm. at the end. And what do we see in the Easter egg? We see um, Loki's scepter. Yeah, we see Loki's and scepter. we see the twins, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch. It's our first look of them, which leads up to, I think, when we go uh, into... Uh, Age of Ultron? In Age of Ultron, yeah. Which... Mm, mm, <laughs> yeah. It's not right. Um, yeah, well... And uh, that's the movie. That's it, guys. Uh, the movie is done. Uh, we really, really enjoyed it. It's one of our favorite movies here. And I think it's actually, I think, in the top five greatest MCU movies they've made so far, for sure. Um, thank you for all the support so far. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. And don't uh, forget, come follow us on Instagram. What's our Instagram page, bud? Um, movies my dad made me watch. The first bit, I believe, is all spaced out? No, no, no. It's, it's all one word. Oh, that's all one word. Underscore podcast. That's right, guys. And remember, be kind and smile at someone today because you never know what they're going through, guys. All right. Adios. Adios. And we'll see you next week.